Hi, guys. Welcome back to What's Up Grimes. I'm here with the lovely, as always, Jen. Hey. We are here today to talk about conspiracy theories. Have oh, you yeah. thought ever that the moon landing was a hoax? Who was the other gunman on the grassy knoll? There's tons of them out there. Are there UFOs? Yeah. So we're here today to break some popular conspiracy theories down. Um, please let us know what your favorite is. We're, we're excited to hear that. Um, would you want to start with the Mandela effect? I'm going to start... Well, let's talk about conspiracy theories generally. Generally. First. Generally. I'm fascinated by them. Because yes. at face value, whenever you hear about a conspiracy theories, you think of like wackadoodle ideas about what's going on in the world. And that's really not the case. When you look into conspiracy theories, there's always like some kind of factual element that you're like, oh, I could actually get behind that. I'm always yes. amazed when I read something at face value and I'm like, yes, that's not true. And then you yeah. read more into it. So yeah. I read a book recently and I cannot remember the name of the book, but it talked about why we engage with conspiracy theories. So specifically a conspiracy theory, if you do not know, is an attempt to explain harmful or tragic events as the results of the actions of a small, powerful group. The reason why we tend to gravitate towards conspiracy theories, it's typically because there's an increase in prevalence of periods of widespread anxiety, uncertainty, or hardship, um, such as during wars, uh, economic depressions, and the aftermath of natural disasters like tsunamis, earthquakes, and pandemics, specifically with covid 19 a lot of conspiracy theories came out about different governments there's conspiracy theories around the vaccine the covid 19 vaccine and that that mm -hmm. fits right into this that that was a period of widespread anxiety so as human beings we want to explain the behavior thus why we tend to come up with conspiracy theories right specifically to like of of the unknown you know like if there's no real truth or fact out there about it there's always going to be a spin-off conspiracy theory justifying it's you know it's truth or trying to define it exactly so mk and i broke down a couple that we wanted to talk about i guess we'll uh we'll trade off so i'll talk about one you talk about one it was really hard to choose one but the one i really wanted to discuss which some people say is not actually a conspiracy theory but it fits right in yeah so i was reading or oh i was on youtube one day and i came across a video where an influencer or somebody was talking about hey tiktok is more dangerous than you think mm. and i was like oh that just means that it's like emotionally dangerous because you can get addicted to it yeah, and like I psychologically have, yeah and i have read the science behind it that hmm. tiktok technically there's evidence that it makes us dumber and makes our attention span shorter and i buy into that completely however there's more behind it than than you guys might think. Be prepared for my facts because I got to go over all of them because they're all good. Okay, people are espousing that TikTok is a Chinese political weapon. So Ezra Klein was writing for the New York Times uh, this year and they said that TikTok as we know it today is only a few years old, but however, its growth is like nothing that we've seen before. And MK and I know this because we were looking up uh, different social media apps when we were talking about our podcast. Mm -hmm. And you know, like, what do we need to do to reach an audience? And TikTok exploded onto the scene. In 2021, it had more active users than Twitter, more US watch minutes than YouTube, and more uploads, app downloads than Facebook, and more site visits than Google, which is insane. Wow. So it really exploded onto the scene. 
TikTok is owned by ByteDance, which is a Chinese company. And Chinese companies are vulnerable to the whims and the will of the Chinese government. There is no possible ambiguity on this point. The Chinese Communist Party spent much of the last year cracking down on its tech sector. They made a particular example out of Jack Ma, the high-flying founder of Alibaba. The message was unmistakable. Chief executives will act in accordance with party wishes or see their lives unpended and their companies dismembered. So, if you're following along with us, TikTok, which has exploded onto the scene, is a Chinese company which the government can use to influence populations. So this brings us to data data espionage. People are stating that TikTok is a data espionage problem. So acts like TikTok, apps like TikTok, collect data from us, obviously. We know that all of our apps collect data from us. Apparently TikTok is doing it above and beyond the normal amount. And Mm. that data could also be valuable to foreign governments. So that's why the Army and the Navy have banned TikTok from soldiers' work phones and why one senator wrote a bill to ban it on all government devices. Uh, Someone writing uh, for an overview stated, additionally, Anonymous, the group Anonymous, has published a video listing the many dangers of TikTok. They quote a source that has done extensive research on TikTok saying, quote, calling it an advertising platform is an understatement. TikTok is essential malware that is targeting children. Don't use TikTok. Don't let your friends and family use it. Delete TikTok now. If you know someone that is using it, explain to them that it is essentially malware operated by the Chinese government running a massive spying operation. We talked about how um, your oldest has has fallen into the TikTok pit along with every other child in America. It's yeah, so... he has more followers than me combined on all platforms. We have like 12 on TikTok now. <laughs> he was like, you got to do more animations, mom. <laughs> Great. I was like, all right, I'll do that, I guess. Um, I think I heard some political commentator talking about TikTok in this way, that how it is in the U.S., it's like very dumbed down and what comes up on the algorithm is like garbage, essentially. And then by comparison in China, kids that are on TikTok have exposure to educational material and not as much garbage. I don't know how true that is, but I heard somebody say that and that reminded me of this what we're talking about now it is like pure garbage because i got in on the other day and was looking through it i mean like just it's a bunch of it's a bunch of crap okay research from a german data protection website has revealed that TikTok TikTok installs browser trackers on your device these track all your activities on the internet according to ByteDance, which is the company that owns TikTok. These trackers were put in place to recognize and prevent, quote, malicious browser behavior. However, they also enable TikTok to use fingerprinting techniques, which gives users a unique ID. This enables TikTok to link data to user profiles in a very targeted way. Additionally, there's an investigative journalist and writer, Maria Genova, um, and she was talking about her ver- her vision on TikTok. And according to Genova, TikTok is a great tool for mass espionage. Genova says, quote, there's a reason several countries have banned it. It is unbelievable how much information an app like that pulls from your phone. If it is downloaded massively in a country, you can observe the entire population and draw conclusions from that. So the concern is that you have a corrupt government that might take all this information and then use it against us in a warlike fashion. So that's the TikTok conspiracy. And I'm not 
against it. It makes me want to take TikTok off my phone, but I haven't. And I don't know why that isn't enough to scare me. Yeah, I haven't either. I mean, I'm pretty boring, so I don't know what they would really learn. <laughs> oh my god, she went to Amazon again. I think there's just something to be said for like realizing our trends and where we live and access yeah. to your photos and who you're with and I don't know. I'm I'm like you. I think I'm pretty boring. I do agree with take it off your phone if, if you're in the military. I would definitely say it should not be on your phone if you have like a high ranking position, I guess. Yeah. I bet that's true. Yeah, or have it on like a burner phone. <laughs> Something. <laughs> so, there's TikTok. That actually leads very well into MK Ultra. I think. Your um, username. So, yeah, my namesake, uh, MK Ultra was a top secret CIA project in which the agency conducted hundreds of clandestine experiments, sometimes on unwitting U.S. citizens, to assess the potential use of LSD and other drugs for mind control, information gathering, and psychological torture. Uh, though Project MKUltra lasted from 1953 until about 1973, details of the illicit program didn't become public until 1975 during a congressional investigation into which widespread illegal CIA activity within the United States and around the world. Yikes. Um, Crazy. So, yes. And this actually, if, if people don't, if you can't like picture it, it's very much like if you've seen Stranger Things, mm -hmm. kind of how they have all those children captive they're testing them um to see if they have any like mind control powers stuff like that i mean mm -hmm. it's kind of not really a conspiracy theory it is but it also isn't mm -hmm. uh it is actually true that it occurred mm -hmm. uh but the level in which they you know what they put people through is i think where the controversy lies yes yeah so, I think yeah. that's true for a lot of the government programs where people just don't trust the government, which why would you? Exactly. That brings us to another government conspiracy theory. This is um, fluoridation, and I can never remember if I'm pronouncing that correctly, if it's fluoridation or fluoridation, but there you are. So we all know about fluoride. So if you've been to the dentist, the dentist uses fluoride and tells you about the benefits of fluoride to prevent decay. Fluoride is commonly added to drinking water here in the United States as a way to reduce tooth decay. So you're drinking it and it's supposed to wash over your teeth and then that helps you with your nice healthy teeth health. However, there have been uh, studies that have shown evidence that there could be some harmful side effects to fluoride. And I remember reading about this a couple years ago. Mm -hmm. Conspiracy theorists often believe that this information is known by the government that it causes detrimental health effects and it's recognized by those responsible for adding the fluoride yet they continue to do it regardless drug companies have been targeted as possible beneficiaries because they will profit from a population with ill health another hmm. motive is that fluoride lowers your mental abilities therefore dumbing down the entire population so you're more vulnerable to needing government intervention i've read about this i don't think there's enough evidence obviously to support this mm -hmm. but hey if you don't trust your government it's hard to do these days to trust your government it is i mean it, it you always have to take it with a grain of salt too like what is the perspective why are they doing this is it out yes. of care and concern or is it about profit yes or both 
And I've actually read about this. It mentions the government profiting from ill health. I've read about this in terms of uh, weight loss programs like Weight Watchers, that actually the goal is that you can gain weight. They don't necessarily want you to lose weight at the end of the day because then you have to keep coming back. Hmm. So there's there's that to be said for the diet industry of they'll support you and at the same time, we kind of want you to not lose weight because then you continue to need us every couple months or years. So, yeah, that's interesting and twisted. It's a business. It is know? a business. At the end of the day, it's a business. It's a business. And you guys, you got to remember that even about our um, social welfare programs. At the end of the day, all of these are businesses that need to make money somehow. So good conspiracy theory. There's that one. Yeah. Um, I I really want to talk about Mandela Effect. Can we do that one next? Do it, do it, do it. I was like right out of the gate. Let's do it. Let's do this one. Okay, so the Mandela Effect is a phenomenon that makes us question even the most mundane memories from the past. Um, And then I found this article in Medical News Today from July 2022. Um, The Mandela Effect is a type of false memory that occurs when many different people incorrectly remember the same thing. So if you remember Nelson Mandela dying in the 80s, that is the Mandela Effect. Yeah. Um, And I'm one of those people that I swear up and down that he had been dead and wasn't still in prison. also, it, it refers to a widespread false memory that Nelson Mandela, South African human rights activist and eventual president, died in prison in the 1980s. Memories are not always precise. So there is a breakdown of like how false memories happen, which I really didn't look into it prior. You know, I just always have been um, aligned with this conspiracy theory because I remember things a certain way. Uh, like for instance, like Jif peanut butter. I remember that being Jiffy. Um, I remember the logo and everything saying Jiffy. I don't know why. Interesting. It's, yeah. Um, there's also, I don't know if you remember the children's book, the Bernstein bears. Um, they are, it's actually spelled Bernstein, S T A I N. And I thought it was Bernstein. Like Interest- I could have I've read sworn, about this one. Yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. I could have sworn. And it's, uh, I mean, it's a trick that scientists have, you know, more or less proven that, like, you can have a list of things given to you, like a list of animals, and you'll remember and swear up and down that another animal is listed that is not on that list. Yeah. It's so funny how our, our minds work, but there's something to it. You know, like even more recently, like when um, I don't know if you know, remember Rip Torn, the actor, mm-hmm. um, when he passed away, I could have sworn he had already died. Yeah. You know, like there there are just little things like that that feel like glitches in the Matrix. Yeah. That seem like there is another reality going on, um, which I actually I think that's a fun concept. You know, kind of scary, a little dystopian, but I I do think there are things in other alternate realities that maybe you remember from that other reality. I know science tries to explain false memories, but... I was going to say this was a major concern back in the 1980s in the psychology field because what was happening is therapists were claiming that they could help clients retrieve false memories and that was incredibly dangerous 
because yeah. the satanic panic was going on back in the 1980s and therapists were without meaning to maliciously i believe helping their clients you know retrieve quote you know memories from from their childhood where they were being involved in satanic rituals and all this was proven to be false it's incredible yeah. how much we can be persuaded something has yeah. happened when it, it hasn't well that kind of actually reminds me of like the witch trials oh, in yeah. salem like if you if you really believe something happened yeah you can make your brain believe it yes absolutely it's not a lie if you believe it perception is reality mm -hmm. anyways i thought that i always think that's a really cool concept um i i don't know i kind of go back and forth i mean obviously science can explain how our minds can trick us and we can truly believe things that may never have existed but there's something so kind of hopeful that there is another reality or timeline out there yeah i think about that when they show us pictures of other galaxies and they look massive and there's something hopeful and that i feel positive towards when it's like oh there could be other i don't know like lifestyles and life forms and worlds out there and i'm just floating around on this one i don't know something about that feels very positive to me yeah it feels like you're connected to something bigger yeah I like that. Yeah. There's also, I mean, this is probably the most conspiracy theory that we have, like theories that we have, like the Roswell crash. Yes. So there's, um, there's one fact that almost all skeptics and believers agree on. Something crashed on a remote ranch outside of Roswell, New Mexico in 1947. The government at first claimed it was some sort of saucer. <laughs> no, don't worry folks it's just like right. some kind of saucer landed in your ranch sorry no big deal um then retreated the statement retracted the statement excuse me and claimed it was really a weather balloon <laughs> uh okay yet the best evidence suggests that it was neither a flying saucer nor a weather balloon but instead a high altitude top secret military balloon dubbed project mogul as it turns out, descriptions of the wreckage first reported by the original eyewitnesses very closely match photos of the Project Mogul balloons, down to the silver finish, silvery finish, strange symbols on its side. The stories about crashed alien bodies did not surface until decades later, and in fact, no one considered the Roswell crash as anything extraterrestrial or unusual until 30 years later. That's kind of crazy. That's crazy. I didn't know that. I didn't, you know, when you're not in that timeline. I mean, that was so many years ago. You'd think it all kind of happened around the same time. For sure. That's yeah. That's crazy. Do you think that UFOs exist? I do. Only because there's so many, like, I don't know, random video. Like, on YouTube, you can pull stuff up. You know, like, of random things happening in other countries, like Brazil, South America. Like, just... It doesn't look photoshopped. And if it is, I'm equally impressed that somebody was able right. <laughs> to do that. So that's blown my mind either way. Right. But I do think there's intelligent life out there, which I want to tie in Grimes here for a second, because she has outwardly said that she does not believe in intelligent life at all. Um, not necessarily like plants and vegetation or something along those lines, but she doesn't believe in aliens which seems so weird to me 
Are you basing it off that TikTok live that she did with Hana where she she mentions that? Is that TikTok or was it Twitch? It was TikTok. She does a TikTok. Was it? She has pink hair and she's doing her makeup in it. Hmm. I don't know. I'm thinking of the one where she did on like a Twitch stream with Hana during the Miss A era. Maybe that's the one I'm thinking of. There's okay. So she, so it's the one where she's pregnant and she's clearly hangry and not having a great time on that. Yeah. They only had donuts and she's like, somebody order food. And she's like telling Mac to shut up. And like, she looks like she does not want to be doing that live. And so everything she mentioned on that live, I try not to take seriously because she looked like she was pregnant and done. Yeah. Oh, she was super duper pregnant. She had like maybe two months left. And she was wearing like her like big oversized grime sweatshirt. You couldn't even really tell she was pregnant. She felt weird about saying she was like to show the baby bump, you know? Yeah. 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 That reminds me of that story. This is totally off topic. The beach house story with Hana. Like, do, do you remember that? Like where the girl from beach house, like, or Hana slapped her. I do not remember this story. <laughs> yeah, I don't know. I want to know more about that. Anyways, she has outwardly said that she doesn't think there's intelligent life, but I don't. I don't know. I there's something comforting in thinking that there is. I don't think they're all nefarious, obviously, but there's something comforting thinking that there is that we're not alone. That's how I feel. And because life here is so painful and so difficult to me and just runs you into the ground. And there's something comforting to me about, well, maybe there's another existence out there where life isn't necessarily this difficult. I don't know if that's true or not. It just feels life's hard. Yeah. As a therapist, have you ever had anyone talk to you about being abducted? No. Never. It's just curious. I've never known anyone, obviously. You know, you just hear on Solve Mystery episodes or just people talking about it. But, you know, I mean, that wouldn't be great. That wouldn't be fun. But no, if if I'm honest, if somebody did tell me that, the first thing I would consider is assessing for something like schizophrenia. And hey, do you see and hear objects that other people can't seem to see or hear? Yeah. Because I wouldn't buy it. But again, there's so much that like I don't know about in the world. But like Elon Musk supports the fact that there's intelligent life out there. I think he is part of that intelligent life. I mean, that man looks like an alien in the best way. In the, yeah, I'm not saying that in a rude way. It's a compliment, Elon. But and he jokes about it all the time that he's like, you know, an alien. And anyway, I just find it interesting, like you said, that that um, Grimes does not believe that. Yet Elon supports it. I don't know. It just seems odd to me how open she is with the universe and it, it, my conspiracy theory with that is that I think she knows something and doesn't want to say it. But that's just me. I, like, I want to live in Grimes' brain for 24 hours and just see what's up there. Like, yeah. she, you know that there's all kinds of interesting stuff up there. Oh, yeah. And it just, like, happens. You know, yeah. like, it's just very compulsive yes it's gotta be fascinating yeah yeah well there's the mandela effect no the roswell what's the name of it the roswell what crash crash there it is anything else on that one 
Um, I mean, let's see. Let's see. The stories about the crashed alien bodies did not surface till decades later. That's what we talked about before. Um, no one considered the Roswell crash as anything extraterrestrial unusual until 30 years later when a book on the topic was published. Um, there was indeed a cover-up, but it did not hide a crashed saucer. Instead, it hit a Cold War era spying program. So. I don't trust anything the government was doing back in the 50s. They were doing some <laughs> shady stuff. Like, if you even think about race relations in the Tuskegee Airmen um, study, where they purposely inflicted people with syphilis. Yeah to study it without telling them i'm like i just don't trust anything the government was doing back then it makes me really anxious so what about you? how do you feel now do you have more trust in the government now i think i just try not to think about it seriously because otherwise yeah. it would interfere with my daily living like the yeah. tiktok thing i think the reason why i'm not putting more care and concern toward the tiktok thing is because i don't want to because it feels overwhelming to me and i agree with everything that the New York Times is reporting on. I think that TikTok is probably trying to farm our information to do something with it. Yeah. yeah. And I, that makes me really anxious. But then I, but then at the same time, I'm like, well, it, that's what Facebook and Twitter are doing. Yeah. yeah that makes yeah. me so nervous. It does make me nervous. It does remind me to, like, I rem my husband is a big conspiracy theory guy. And the first time he told me that he was like, oh, the moon landing didn't happen. And I was like, it blew my mind and it made me angry. Yeah. Like that was my first instinct that it made me so angry. Like such an American yes. moment wasn't real. Like I, I, and I almost like don't even acknowledge it in that way. Like I, I want to believe what I want to believe. And obviously like real astronauts, like, obviously would be offended you know by that but i don't know there's something odd about that too you know there's you know ideas that stanley kubrick shot it and yeah all I've this hullabaloo with it and i don't know who knows at the end of the day i think too the problem with conspiracy theories is they can be used detrimentally like the holocaust didn't exist is a big conspiracy theorist mm. theory used by anti-semites revisionism yeah yeah revisionism and and to attack a people group that makes me nervous about conspiracy theories having your reality questioned i let me be clear i believe the holocaust happened i'm talking about having your reality questioned by stuff like the moon landing or tiktok yes. makes yes. me like having your reality questioned is really anxiety provoking like feeling like you were lied to about something yeah i would say like my least favorite conspiracy theory would be bigfoot I hate like that one. it's so big like, here by the way is it really north georgia oh yeah we have is that the where they go bigfoot like museum oh, oh yeah wow. it's a, it is a thing in north georgia but tell me about why you hate it so much well like what's interesting about it aside from like has like have you ever tried to watch one of those shows and there's yes. so many of them and you're like oh okay this is your life this is what you do like it's worse than paranormal in my opinion like, it's worse well it's like the Loch Ness Monster to me I don't believe in either one Bigfoot or the Loch Ness Monster because you look at how much science is found yeah 
there is no way to me that they wouldn't have found something by now. It, like, and, and put it in a zoo. I just With don't. how big I, the Loch Ness Monster is supposed to be. I don't know. That, that one actually makes sense to me because it's like a dinosaur, you know? And I, the, the, the water, like the ocean is so deep. And I remember we were talking about this with Victor Crypto. Shout out to Victor. Um, he was talking about his fascination with the ocean and like how there's so many undiscovered parts of it, which like obviously there could be creatures that have not been discovered yet and they could be from like prehistoric eras. Like that makes sense to me. True, but the science that we've discovered about the reason why they live on the ocean floor is because they cannot thrive above a certain, you know, depth in the right. ocean. And so the Loch Ness kind of comes up for it. Comes up and like chills. Although I love the like idea of the Loch Ness monster, Nessie. I think that's adorable. I just can't get behind it. Yeah, that's true. I mean, that's more fascinating, the lore of that, I think, than Bigfoot. My my <laughs> husband's a very big Bigfoot person. It's I mean, North like, Georgia. like I'm going to have to tell him. We Now we have a reason, <laughs> yeah. more of a reason to visit. I'm like, hey, we got to go. I'm going to go see Jen. You go do yeah. that weird thing. Um, I mean, it's not unbelievable to think that there is a link between us and, you know, our evolution. Yeah. You know? Yeah. Which, but that leads me to one of my favorite ones is the last one that I really wanted to discuss, which is Shakespeare is someone else is another mm-hmm. conspiracy theory that people have. And so a lot of people question who was England's greatest writer. So the reason why people don't think Shakespeare is who he claims to be William Shakespeare is because the Shakespeare canon, which we all have read something of in high school or college, mm-hmm. exhibits broad learning and knowledge of foreign languages and geography and familiarity with Elizabethan and Jacobean court and politics, which is true. There's a lot underneath the surface that goes into Shakespeare's works. Yeah. Therefore, no one but a highly educated individual or court insider could have written it. We also know that little is known about Shakespeare's personal life, which could be evidence that we don't actually know who it was. Sometimes the lack of biographical information has led to an indication that there was an organized attempt by the government to do away with who Shakespeare was, including school records to conceal identity. People that have been named as alternative candidates include Francis Bacon, Christopher Marlowe, William Stanley, Mm -hmm. who was an Earl of Derby, and Edward de Vere, who was an Earl of Oxford. Um, And then another reason why people are really curious about who William Shakespeare was is because in his signatures, they're different. He spells his name differently on different pages. This is taken as evidence that it's not the same person or that Mm. it was a pseudonym for the true author. I don't know how real this is. I don't get the point necessarily of why this would matter so much. It just is curious to me because we're taught, you know, William Shakespeare is super important and is who he says he is. Yet, what if this is a conspiracy to hide who it really was, who was behind it? I don't know. I mean, that's an interesting theory. There's so much. He has such an enormous body of work. Right. That it would totally make sense that it would be like a collaborative thing if not like you know one or two people yeah and especially the thing that really got me about this one was the the familiarity with intricate 
politics and education and knowledge that you couldn't just get off the internet back then. So yeah. how did he know all of this to put it into his works? I don't know. And there's just not a lot of information about him. But to me, that's not sus because there's a lot of historical figures that were like, I don't know what was going on. Because they like, they weren't <clears throat> important until a certain time in their life. So why would you care about keeping up with records? I don't know. That just doesn't bother me as much. But the education level is curious to me. Yeah, that's a fun one. That's not fun like one. dark or nefarious. It's kind of cool. Yeah, I ended on a good note with mine. <laughs> yeah, that does remind me. I mean, others have come up while we've been talking, uh, like the the identity of Jack the Ripper. Yes. Um, oh, yeah. That uh, like that's interesting that it, it was actually like a doctor or like um, someone from the royal family during that time had been sleeping with prostitutes and something happened accidentally and uh, it was taken care of by a doctor. Yeah, the because royal. the way that he was butchering his victims had to have been somebody with medical knowledge. Yeah, it's interesting. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I love that too. I mean, they never found out who the true identity was, so That's There's crazy. That. I know. Yeah. Vulnerable victims too. That's a whole thing. We should do something on crime. Yeah, we should. <laughs> that like reminds me too of like Marilyn Monroe's death. Yeah. You know, like the amount that they found in her system was not like a normal amount somebody would just take. And she obviously had an issue with, with drugs, but the amount that she took was lethal, like and fatal. Well, which to me suggests suicide because she was extremely mentally ill. There's a lot of records about her social anxiety and that she just mm -hmm. couldn't function. And so I always saw Marilyn Monroe's death as intentional to Odie. I think she didn't, she had a death wish, I would say, like she kind of lived on the edge in that way. But I do think, I mean, there are conspiracy theories because of her link to JFK. Oh, yeah. That the government was involved in her death. True. And it's like the Princess Diana one. I didn't put the Princess Diana one down because yeah. it's so talked about that I'm like, everybody knows about this one. But there's a lot of suggestions and I don't think they're, I don't think they're fruitless. <laughs> like... Or yeah. that um, Princess Di was actually killed off by the royal family because nobody liked her. Yeah. Well, and she was talking. She had just done that. Martin, what's his last name? Bashir? Boucher? Yeah. Uh, like, tell all. Yes. You know? And, you know, I've, I, we t we've talked about doing a royal family podcast before because, I mean, there's a lot of weirdness there. I mean, are they reptilian humanoids? We you know, that's know. another that's another conspiracy theory. Um, man, there are so many that are coming up now. Um, but looking at Prince Harry and Meghan Markle, like they are very vocal, yes. just like Diana. And with the upcoming release of his autobiography, Spare, I mean, that's that's going to be where we're going to see some stuff go down. I think the royal family for so long has tried to maintain the image. Everything's fine. We're good. We're leading the people as pure, right individuals. And then to watch the royal family crumble and fall apart, really starting in the 60s, 70s, 80s, mm -hmm. your image is, is decaying rapidly. Well, and your relevance as far as like, what do you bring to the table here besides cutting a ribbon at this museum? Like, 
I I'm fascinated by them. I love I've always loved Kate Middleton, you know, and, and her and Prince William and watching their wedding and stuff. But as time has gone like they're very stiff upper lip, you know, you don't get anything out of them. They're just professionals in that way. But seeing somebody American come into it and like totally implode. Yeah. She imploded like the entire thing. It's like I still can't wrap my head around like the chutzpah yeah. she had to do that and her safety too. Like really it is aligned with how Diana acted too. Yeah. There's there's just so many. It was hard for me to pinpoint a couple, but we, mm-hmm. you know, we did our best. We're going to continue to explore topics like these that are I don't know, a little bit more off the cuff, but interesting nonetheless. Yeah. Grimes would want us to explore weird stuff. Yes. Tell us what your favorite conspiracy theories are. We are curious. Let us know, guys. In the meantime, we'll be putting together more amazing content for you guys here on What's Up Grimes, and we will see you next week. Bye.